Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Israel Gutierrez, Harry Lyles Jr., Woody Page, Clinton Yates, our 20th anniversary plus one day extravaganza. Let's go. Did Micah Parsons actually trash talk Jalen Hurts? Did he just give an honest review? And giant Korea day. And who gets credit for the call of the weekend for the Detroit Lions? Let's go around the horn. Good idea. You guys want to do a quick wave? No. I'm with his PRS. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like, I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. So that's Von Miller's podcast, the Voncast, Leisure Reports Voncast, and that was Micah Parsons and Von Miller talking about Cowboys-Eagles in a week and a half. Has some people thinking Micah was trash-talking Hurts? Was he doing that, or was he simply analyzing the game? That's what I ask you. Clint Yates, around the horn to you. Did Parsons trash Hurts there? I think he did, and I'm not really sure that I understand why. This is one of the weird things about the NFL now. We're still obsessed with this notion that it's got to be one quarterback leading everybody down the field, and the rest of the team doesn't matter. If you manage games well and you win football games in the NFL, I'm sorry, you are a good quarterback, especially looking at that team specifically, who, hello, won a Super Bowl with a backup. I don't get why people feel the need to jump on the podcast midweek. This is beyond bulletin board material. People are openly talking about opponents they're going to come up with. It could end up biting them. I just don't get what the purpose of this is. Well, based on his reaction and then retraction to the Brittany Griner news, I'm just going to go ahead and guess that Micah Parsons didn't do a whole lot of research on this. But I will say there are a lot of people who have this opinion on Jalen Hurts, sort of waiting out to see if he is the guy. But what bothers me about this is, especially with this team, um, Carson Wentz was going to win an MVP if he didn't tear his ACL for this team just a few years ago. That guy at the time, 13 games. Jalen Hurts has played 13 games. Uh, Carson Wentz had 33 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Hurts has 22 and 3, but but you throw in his 10 rushing touchdowns, which Wentz had zero, and it's basically the same number. Hold on a second. And this is a completely different team from when Carson Wentz was quarterback to what Jalen Hurts is doing in the offense right now, right, Israel? Yes, but when you're talking about assigning the credit, all right, it can be that you have a very good team and an MVP caliber quarterback. And what happens when you have that? You have a team that's 12 and 1, just like that team that a few years ago was, what, 11 and 2 at the time where Carson went down. So you can have an MVP caliber quarterback and still have a great team. You don't have to knock the quarterback for him. Harry Lyles Jr., did Micah Parsons knock Hurts or did he just give a review of the game? 
when somebody says or when Micah Parsons says, I'm not trying to knock anybody, but that is another flavor of no offense, but there is offense <laughs> okay. there. It was a knock. Okay. Like you don't go out of your way to list all of the reasons why you feel a team is successful. If you're not trying to knock the intended target of the person that you think it is not because of. And I think that that is unfair, but he's also entitled to do that because he is Micah Parsons and he is one of the best defensive players in the National Football League. Is that something that I would particularly do on a podcast midweek to Clinton's point? No, but it 100% was a knock. And credit to Jalen Hurts, though. He has gotten better every single year that we've seen him since he was a college football player, that he has gotten better at that position every single year. And that is something that whether you think he is a franchise quarterback or not, you have to give him credit for. Woody Page, I want you to answer the question whether you thought it was bulletin board material or not, but also this, okay? You have covered the game now for four decades. Joe Montana was throwing the ball to Jerry Rice, right? I mean, there's always stars with stars. It happens. When did it become that you have to be a one-man team? But go ahead, please. Yes. Why do I have to straighten these guys out? Why in the world are you overestimating what you consider is trash talk? The biggest thing that he said was that deep sigh at the beginning where he went, ah. Uh, That was not trash talking. I mean, you guys obviously have never been around locker rooms. If you think that that was really ripping on a guy, a guy who uh, has 57 first downs rushing, who has a 109-point passer rating, he wasn't ripping on it. He was talking about all of the, as Tony pointed out, he was talking about all of the other aspects of that team that are good. I didn't find one moment in there where I'd go, boy, that belongs on the, on, the, uh, on the bulletin board in the locker room because he says in the middle of it, I don't want to make enemies. He didn't make any enemies with that. It's Gutierrez back in. But it's coming from a player and coming from another player on a good team where you're not giving credit to somebody. Why do you have to withhold credit? If you want to say, hey, somebody else is the MVP, go ahead and tell me the other person is the MVP. But as a player, you are absolutely knocking the guy for just having that conversation publicly on a podcast and saying he doesn't deserve any sort of credit that he might be getting. I'll drill back down on this. When did we get to a place where you had to be a one-man team to get credit? I mean, nobody is a one-person team. We know that in this game. Quarterbacks have players that are complimentary players. You can't throw the ball to yourself. So the idea, (laughs) what we're seeing from Jalen Hurts this year, no one disagrees is MVP caliber, correct? So what we're seeing from this year is a man having a moment. That's what what we're seeing. Now, whether you think, Woody, parentheses, dot, 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 sigh, and parentheses, is bulletin board material or not, uh, we'll allow the Eagles and Cowboys to decide. We'll move on. Hockey last night. Ovechkin at 800. We did a story two weeks ago on whether he could catch Gretzky at 894. Some thought it was too soon. Is now okay? I mean, he had the hat trick last night. He has 20 goals for the year, which is fifth in the league in scoring at the moment, which is a 53-goal pace in his age 37 season. But big picture, Clinton Yates, what is 800 career goals? I think it's huge for the game of hockey overall. Ovi said it after the match, and it was something that showed up just in, you know, just the the broadcast. It felt electric. He's not even in his own barn. He shows up, immediately gets the first goal after 30 seconds, gets two in the first period, and you're thinking to yourself, this guy wants the record on national television. And to me, that's the thing about this. 800 is a number that even the biggest sports fans who don't care about hockey can get their heads around. You start mentioning Gretzky being in the picture, and all of a sudden, there's a storyline that people can follow that isn't just about whether or not one team is going to win the Stanley Cup or not. It's about whether one guy can overcome something that we thought we would never see change. 
which is somebody catching anybody on that list between Gordie Howe and Gretzky. I thought it was just a big deal for the NHL, and I thought Ovi came up at a, you know, about as big as you can on the road because people go to see him in this league, which is about as much as you can Gordie ask Page, for. Stage, how big a deal is 800 career goals? It's a gigantic deal, and I'm sitting here listening to Clinton. I remember a young hockey writer telling me, nobody will ever pass uh, Gordie Howe. It can't happen. You can't get over 801 goals. And he's about to pass him probably this week and go after Gretzky. Yeah, of course he's going to pass Gretzky if he stays healthy, and he has. Through, I think he's played uh, only had five years where he actually missed several games. But in two years, he's going at this rate, he's going to pass Gretzky. That's one of the great accomplishments in the history of sports. That's, that, that's talking about Lou Gehrig's record. That's talking about the baseball home run record, about the 2,000-yard rushing in the National Football League. So he's going to do it, do it with one team. Gretzky, as we know, moved around later in his career. If he stays there the entire career and passes Gretzky, that's going to be an all-timer as far as I'm Harry Lyles Jr. on 800. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I think, look, one of the things that makes great athletes great is not just that they are more skilled than their peers, but it's their ability to be more skilled for such a much, much longer period of time. And for Ovechkin to have done this with one franchise, I think a lot of people romanticize that a lot. But this is one of the rare scenarios where it truly works out, not just in the favor of the player and the fan base, but also the sport, because there is that ability to recognize them for the casual fan. And this is something that I think a lot of people saw last night and were able to appreciate that moment greater because they had that ability to recognize who he was and where he was in that moment. And I just thought it was really cool that first goal in the first 30 seconds. It was very apparent that he was going to get that done. And Israel Gutierrez on what 800 means. Yeah, well, he already holds the record for the oldest player to have a 50-goal season. And if you look, I think my favorite part about this is he's not a compiler, right? He's not just t attacking on at the end. Like, from 35 till now, from age 35 till now, has 90-plus goals in about 153 games. Gretzky had twice as many games and only had 80 goals from his 35th year on. And so it just goes to show you, yeah, he's, he's doing it at a long for a long period of time and doing it at a high level. My only question is, though, and I have this for, for Clinton, is the empty netter. Does it bug you at all that it's been four empty netters this month up until yesterday and he's only three empty nets shy of Gretzky already? Seems to kind of pile on in that way a little. Oh, okay. Clint Yates, you want to respond to that? <laughs> Guy scores a hat trick for his 20th goal of the season to get to 800 and you're out here complaining about empty netters? Get a life, Izzy. The point is, and P.K. Subban made this point on the telecast last night, if Ovi wanted to play like Shaquille O'Neal and just knock people around the league all over the shop, he could have. He hasn't. He's actually kept his body in shape, which makes this record far more achievable than people realize. He's got a 53-goal pace right now at age, <laughs> at age 37. Man. This is, I mean, Hank Aaron had, a, had 40 home run seasons in his 40 year, you know? That, that's what yeah. this is resembling. It, it's, it's not just getting to a record and, and breaking it when, when you're scoring 10 goals a year. Well, we'll take one more story here. Basketball last night. Celtics 122, Lakers 118. They could have blown it. They kind of did, Boston, but the Lakers had a letdown late and in overtime, Boston survived. Hate him on LeBron. I am here for this. It's a thing of beauty. Woody, what was your takeaway last night? Was it more about L.A. or Boston? Well, my takeaway today is I want to say to all the uh, viewers of this program, the millions of you, that the, I apologize for the producer putting this question on the air. 
It makes no sense uh, for us <laughs> what do you to talk say? about the Lakers whatsoever. I thought oh, all the Boston talk about Celtics the are worth okay. talking I can hear about. That. I, I, can what, take that, your note. I think with Tatum and Brown, if they have those kind of nights, this is a team that already I think is the best in the Eastern Conference, and it's due to go back to the NBA Finals because of that. It's just a great bench that they have there. That coaching change didn't make a difference. I think it may have improved situation. And Tatum, right now, if you follow the race for the MVP, is number one and climbing, if that's possible. Each week he just proves over and over again that he is the best player in the league this year. Our Lyles Jr. So I think we're talking about this game because it is Lakers, but also LeBron James is still on the Lakers. Now the other part of this too that I think went to overtime, right, guys? Are you with me? Boston had a lead, they blew it, and then they came back. That's that's at least the news. So the big thing, but the big thing with this though is a team that has LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook is a team that we take seriously in LeBron's prime era because a big three is a team that would have been one of the best in the league. I think the thing that last night represented is that we have so much young talent in the NBA now that a team like the Celtics, like the Suns, like the Pelicans, that's what you have to do now to win in today's NBA in this parity that we now have. Israel Gutierrez. If you want to get excited as a Lakers fan about a little run in the third and fourth quarters, that's fine, but you still blew the game. Anthony Davis needs to make a couple of free throws, and you're playing against the team that's starting Blake Griffin at center because they don't have Robert Williams or Al Horford. You can't feel too good about this if you're the Lakers. So just, you know, you got to get those wins. Yeah, that's more victory. That's the bottom line. The Lakers figured out yesterday that their best isn't good enough. And when you're trying to compete in the West, never mind for an NBA title, that's what you've got to be okay, realistic about. And they found out. See, Woody, three guys talked about the Lakers when they had the opportunity to talk about the Celtics coming back and surviving a game. That's, I mean, it's all right. We're not saying the Lakers need to be contenders with their result from three quarters or not. We're just saying it was a good game last night. Fun to watch. Very good game. Take a break. Fire yourself next. Confused as to why we're losing points. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. 
it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Grey Goose. He didn't have a Korea year last year, but Korea having a Korea day today. He can take his kid to Korea day. Um, Giants and Carlos Correa, 13 years, $350 million. Clinton, what do you buy, what do you sell? I'm buying the fact that this is a big deal for the Giants and their fan base, the fact that they're actually able to sign a free agent to draw them there. But I think this might be as much about, for that exact reason, maybe trying to get Otani next year. It's not like every other team in that division isn't spending as well. You look at San Diego, and the Dodgers still might have a move to make if you think about Nancy Swanson at the same position coming over there. So, yeah, it's nice for the Giants, but I don't think all of a sudden they're going to be much more than, I don't know, a 500 team like they were last year. Let me ask a follow-up, since this is the sport you cover primarily for this network. The idea that these long Long, long, long-term contracts were slowly getting away from the game. They wouldn't be part of the game anymore after things like the lockout last year. 13 years! It's kind of a 10-year deal and a 13-year package, but again, this is what the Giants had to do to get a guy like this. I feel a little bit bad for the Twins, but overall, overpaying is what some of these teams end up doing because they have to compete somehow. And in this situation, they went to, they were the highest. Woody Page. Just think about it. At the end of the season, the Dodgers had an MVP-type shortstop, and the other two teams didn't. Well, look at it now. San Diego is going to get their all-star shortstop back. Giants have just added one. The Dodgers are now third or fourth in the division. And I think San Francisco and the Padres are both spending the sufficient amounts of money to catch the Dodgers this year. Third or fourth in the division at the shortstop position, I think is what you're saying, right, Woody? Yeah. Yes, at the position. And Harry Lyles Jr. Yeah, I'm buying this a win for the Giants. I mean, you get a cornerstone to build around, but also buying this as a huge win for Carlos Correa, who bet on himself, which I don't recommend everybody doing. But when it works out like this and Houston offers you $160 million, you turn that down, have a cup of coffee in Minnesota and get, what was it, $350 million? That's a huge win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely buying making $190 million in one offseason just by betting on yourself. But I'm also buying him as a leader on this team. Just in the one season in Minnesota, he basically took over as a leader for that squad. And, yeah, I'm not quite – I'm wondering if he's going to be a shortstop for very much longer. Some of the numbers suggest maybe a move to third base because he's just not elite there. Maybe one or two more years oh. at that position. But overall, 10 years of oh. Carlos Correa at a decent level. Wow. Pretty good. Here's to wow. me. Somebody was not watching so closely. All right. Went over the list. Best night when the list was on the screen Israel Gutierrez a lot of content buy or sell to Dan Campbell on Pat McAfee show this week so we're in that that situation and the fans are doing the wave um, around the stadium and so I'm just watching and I hear Ben Johnson's like hey coach you want to and I and I'm just I'm so focused on the wave and I said yeah that's fine and I look up and we're throwing it to Panay and I'm like what the <laughs> it was one of the plays of the season. I mean, it was literally a play that helped them win this game. The the offensive tackle eligible, lined him up as wide receiver, and now we're hearing Campbell, if he's telling the truth, say he had no idea it was about to happen. Does, if that's true, do you believe it, Woody? And if it's true, does Campbell have to give back the praise he got for the play call? <laughs> Let's cut him some slack. With a season that the Lions have had, and what they're doing lately, and to beat the Vikings, okay. I think he deserves that kind of slack. And 
So he was paying attention to the wave. They haven't seen a wave in Detroit since uh, I think the end of World War One. Harry Louse Jr. Yeah, I'm buying that he's telling the truth, but I'm also buying that there should be a little bit of concern if you're a Lions fan for your coach being distracted by the wave during the game. You see, all right. You don't think he's having a little fun here, working the camera and the microphone a little bit? How about you, Israel? I think he's having a lot of fun with this. There's no way this kneecap eater is losing focus up eight with two minutes left in the game. In fact, he should get more credit for taking less credit by saying he wasn't responsible for the play call. That's a player's coach. He's just doing the, doing right by the Lin play. Yates. On the Madden scale, it gets 100 for honesty. He gets 100 for comic timing, a zero for awareness, but 100 for trust in his own coaching staff who we watch so much, all of the grit. If they're willing to do that when they don't even think that he cares, you got a group there that really has got it together. Although I'm with Harry a little bit. Come on, bro. Watch the game. I don't believe it. I think he's just having a good I mean, there was two calls in that game. It was that play and it was the fourth down fake punt. You know, he wasn't – he yeah. couldn't have been fooled twice by the wave, you know. Harry Lyles, Israel Gutierrez, wave. I love wave. a good wave. Yes. <laughs> Can't believe you walked into a bad word, Israel. One day after I revealed them. Showdown next, Clinton Yates, Woody Page. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bucks 128, Warriors 111 last night. Another 30-10 for Giannis. Can't imagine trying to stop him in transition. Look at this one here. He's been on fire since the latter incident. Did have a 10-second violation on the line again. His fourth of December. Game had eight technicals. Draymond had a fan toss. Clinton, what's the item of interest? got to be the free throw shooting for Giannis for me. Remember that kerfluffle that started back in Philly when he was trying to get focused on it? The eyeball test for that, never mind the timing, is terrible. He's got the yips. He's got to figure it out if they want to make that playoff run and him still be the weapon he wants to be. <laughs> yes, that's the biggest problem. When he's had three lately, I believe that's the significance because teams are going to go the hack of Giannis if he doesn't okay. turn it around. Possible. I do recall him in key moments of the NBA Finals, hello, hitting free throws. It's not like he can't get back to that place. I like the way he said that he's been motivated since the latter incident. We'll move on. Lightning six, crack and two. Brandon Point's goal. Great at Woody Page. Uh, I would say it's an A+, particularly when you consider he was being booed earlier. He just cracked through that entire cracking lineup and went past everybody to score that goal. See why. 
The best part about this is not just the fact that he goes essentially coast to coast between all the defensemen, but even the netminder has to look behind his own head because he can't believe that went in. And then he gives him the, are you not entertained? You better be entertained because he just deked your entire and That's team. what it was. I saw it. I was like, what's he going for? It's the, all right, I thought it was the Game of Thrones, you know. But yeah, you're right. Are you not entertained works even better. Clint Yates, I'm entertained. 30 seconds. We had a nice moment in the NBA last night when Phoenix Suns coach Monty Williams, a guy who's gone through a lot of loss in his life, ended up embracing Steven Silas, son of Paul Silas, after they lost to them. He's the head coach of the Rockets. Listen, we are in the holidays, and every single thing about this in terms of coming together as families and making sure we all care about each other is pretty important. It was a nice moment. If you haven't seen it, hug your people, man. You never know when you're going to get to see them again. Thank you for saying that. I was touched by that moment between Silas and Williams. Um, I am deeply touched and affected by the Grant Wall story, the sports writer we lost covering the World Cup this past week. News today, his wife saying it was aortic aneurysm, which I think now we can honestly move forward with with a lot of the grief we felt when we weren't sure if there were nefarious measures or not. His wife saying not nefarious in any way. And the loss of um, Twitch today, a dancer and DJ, um, and a moment again where we never know where our people are in their lives. Just be close to them while they're here with us. Thank you for that, Glenn Gates. 23 and a hour break. See you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.